0: Welcome to the fourth episode of Push Boundaries. Um, I feel like I was gonna say my name is Push, but you guys should already know that it's the fourth episode. But I'm sitting with Daniel Diaz right now. Um he was a he's a homie I met from the gym I go to, uh, West Coast Strength. Uh we're in the sauna and I was like, we just started talking and I was like, yeah, man, like if this episode was recorded, like there was so much vital information on it. I feel like I should just have my phone on record at all times. But um, I was like, you got to get on this podcast that I'm doing, and uh, but yeah, we finally got it going, episode four. Um, Daniel Diaz is his name. Um, he's from Beaverton, originally, Go, goes to school at Oregon State in Corvallis, and is a kinesiology major. Uh, he he knows a lot about uh, health and fitness, and so that's why, we, why he's on the episode right now. Um, but yeah, man, tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so my name is Daniel, as Push mentioned. I was born and raised in Portland Oregon and I'm currently a senior at Oregon State University studying kinesiology and I also have a DPT route um, so how yeah. did
0: your um, your journey in fitness kind of start
1: uh, so I grew up playing sports pretty much all my life and there was a point where like I just needed to get stronger for wrestling and I started to like work out with my brother at home and he had a gym membership at 24 Hour Fitness at the time. So one day I asked my dad like, I wanna I want go work out with my brother. I wanna uh, pass at 24 Hour Fitness. So, you know, that eventually happened. I started lifting with my brother and that's where I met my first mentor, uh, Sergey, who pretty much just built my foundation and taught me everything about pretty much what I know about bodybuilding and the fitness industry and whatnot. So,
0: so when you um, you have competed before, right? Like in shows. Yeah. So when you did your first competition, um, you did you have a coach or did you pretty much prep yourself from what you know? Like how did that go along?
1: Yeah. So like Sergey would feed me a lot of knowledge from the get go when we first started lifting and um, we pretty much started like getting ready for this show. As soon as people like started telling me like, Hey, like, are you going to get ready for a show? And it kind of just curiosity hit me and I was like, all right, you know, like, let's give this a try. You know, wrestling is not going to be something that's going to be forever. So I kind of had it to look out towards other things And that's where I found, you know, the passion for lifting and competing. So essentially uh, me and Sergey started prepping and about five to four weeks out, I came across Brandon who became pretty much one of my mentors and coached me for my first show. Because at first, Sergey and I didn't really understand the whole concept of, like, dehydrating and carb loading before a show and whatnot because neither of us have actually experienced that. So, you know, like meeting Brandon and having him under my wing, it was just a great opportunity for me to, like, really get to learn more about, like, the whole process. So eventually he took over for my prep. And yeah, I mean I ended up placing top five, which I was told by many people that I wasn't gonna be able to because I was too small. So
0: I feel like I feel like that's huge because like when a lot of people, you know, go with someone to the gym and they're just like they just pretty much be like it's like an ego thing. I feel like they're like, hey, like work out with me, you know, like this is what I do, do this this many times, but they're not really like sharing the knowledge of like you know, this workout will do this for you. You know, this back workout hits this part of the back. Like,
1: and I feel like that's,
0: I don't know. I feel like that's when the passion actually started for you, right? Like,
1: yeah, most definitely. Like, and that's why I like truly acknowledge people that like try to share like what they have as far as like knowledge. And I do my best to kind of, you know, share on Instagram, like what I know, because eventually, like I said, when I first started in this journey, I was fortunate enough to have these two great mentors that taught me everything that I pretty much know. And for me, it only feels right to kind of pay it forward. And so, yeah, if you follow like my Instagram, like I'm always posting content because I hope that, you know, someday I could be that kind of mentor for someone else and guide them towards the right direction. So
0: and you've you've branded yourself as Rose City Athletics, right? Yeah. Is that like is that like actual company or is it your like own personal brand?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's like my my own personal brand. I mean, Rose City Athletics is just like I mean, Rose City's Portland and athletics is like any anyone can be defined as an athlete in that you know. So that's that's how I see it, and I mean I go by three principles, which are you know, educate, change, and impact which is, like, if you educate a person about certain content, you know, you impact or you change their perspective, and then that creates an impact for their knowledge where, like, it kind of becomes that domino effect where, like, they want to share it with someone else. It's like when you were a kid and you learned something new, you went up to your mom and you told her about it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the effect that I'm trying to create is, like, you know, I want to post great content that can help others and hopefully... You know, it can lead to great things.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, too. Like, with social media, it's free, you know? I feel like, I don't know, I feel like uh, like fitness is one of those things where people try to, like, a lot of people think they're, like, you know, IG, like, influencers and, like, I don't know you know they put out a workout but they're doing it wrong like they put out a video of them working out or just heavy weight
1: yeah and they're not,
0: struggling and you could tell like man like one more rep you're gonna break your back or something <laughs> but nah man that's what's up that's so but how's um how's Corvallis though so what made you choose kinesiology I mean besides like you know you love you love bodybuilding you have great knowledge on that what made you choose that as your field
1: yeah, so at first it was like, it was definitely a difficult situation to try to figure out. A lot of people that actually don't know, but I attended the University of Oregon uh, right after high school, and I ended up actually leaving uh, after my first term there. you
0: like, yeah, the hippies,
1: huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was just more of a process, it was just more of like, you know, not really knowing what you love and... For me, it just wasn't comfortable, and I knew I wasn't doing what I love, so I couldn't really find that that fire inside of me to really keep me moving forward. So when I came back home, you know, I, was, I dropped out of college. I have no job, nothing. I felt like I, I disappointed my parents because school was something they always emphasized since I was a kid, so like it kind of really changed my perspective to really realize like, like what is my why and what is my purpose? Um, so after taking a year off, you know, I, I figured that out because coming back home and pretty much feeling like I had no purpose, like I let down my parents, it, you know, I, I went back into the gym, I got ready for a show and I realized like, like this is what I love to do. So, I said, I'm going to go back to college. And if I'm going to go back to college, it has to be something that's going to be related to this field. So as soon as that happened, like kinesiology major was a no brainer. Um, And at the beginning, it was definitely hard because, <laughs> you know, kind of trying to tell your parents like, Hey, I'm trying to be like a trainer or something like that. And for them, like you said, they don't they don't really consider that much of a job and stuff like that. So they didn't really understand it. So after talking to my advisor and stuff like that, kinesiology majors have like huge variety of options. Like you go for your DPT, which is like your doctor's in physical therapy. You know, there's a lot of people that are in the nursing industry that that have a kinesiology major. Um, but I ended up going with like my DPT just pretty much tell my parents, like, all right, it might not just be only training. Like, I might go more for more education. So, like, now I'm pretty much privileged to, like, you know, I can go for my master's degree in biokinesiology or I can go the route of DPT. But eventually it was just, like, I had to do something that was within the field that I absolutely loved. So,
0: Yeah, it's big because a lot of people, man, they're going to school. You know they don't like what the you know what they what they're majoring in, and once they graduate, they're like, man, that an office job. And they're like, yo, this is not me. Like, you know, they're constantly counting down the hours. Like, yo, it's at five o'clock. Like, I gotta do, I, <laughs> I gotta do something else. But I think that's yeah, crazy,
1: that's
0: crazy. But um, yeah, I'm a big duck fan, man. I don't like. I mean, all <laughs> of my friends went to Oregon State. But I was supposed to go to Oregon State.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of my friends are mad about that because we're all supposed to, like, <laughs> in high school, we're like, yeah, we're all going to live together. And, um, and then I was just like, nope, I'm going to Portland State, you know? so Yeah. But I know what I needed to do. You know, I feel like I needed to focus. I know who I am as a person and how to do my thing. But hopefully I'm ai I mean, I'll never say that, but Oregon State has more – I feel like more degrees, right, than U of O. Like, there's more more majors they got. Unless you're going for, like, journalism.
1: Yeah, unless um, I feel like I unless go you're going for, like, journalism or, like, business and stuff like that. Oregon State kind of focuses more on, like, health and sciences and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it kind of really just depends. So Oregon State was a school that I had to go to because that's the one that had my major.
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah that's the, I'm a huge Duck fan. I mean, but I respect Oregon State as a school. I mean, maybe we'll edit that part out. <laughs> but, um, explain the explain like the mental toughness like you have to you have to have while competing for a show because I know at times, man, like when you got to shred your body, you know, you're low on carbs and you get cranky, you can't eat what you want, and along with like you know the social part of it where you know your friends are say your friends are going out and you know they're they're eating they're you know drinking beer going to the club or something so explain like the mental toughness you got to have to compete for a show
1: yeah it's definitely tough it's without a doubt one of the hardest things i've probably ever done and it's more of that mental mental aspect about it that makes it really tough because when your body gets out of that homeostatic mechanism where it's in its comfort zone. You know, hormones start to play a huge role where, like, your hunger levels start to increase and you get these crazy cravings and whatnot. And, you know, when you get to those single digits and you're, like, body fat and stuff like that, it it becomes difficult because you really got to push yourself. You know, you got to do cardio and you pretty much have these crazy cravings while you're watching everyone else eat all this delicious food that you wish you had. And... Like chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or them Oreos and stuff like that. <laughs> Hamburgers. But, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. But at the end of the day, you got to realize that, like, hey, this is a choice. You know, like, you wanted to do this and you're putting yourself through this. You know, no one's holding a knife through your throat and, like, telling you, like you got to, you got to do it, you know, but as soon as like you get through your first show and you realize like you can do it, it it just kind of becomes that second nature. And at least I'm speaking for myself because I mean, I've, I haven't competed in like four years, but like I still live that lifestyle of like a bodybuilder where I'm eating six times a day. I actually still do cardio every single day because I love this. Like it's second nature to me and it's not difficult. And I I often kind of hear people like always say that, like, oh, fuck cardio and like, fuck this. And like, it's like, this is a choice. Like you don't, if you don't like this, you know, don't do it. But like, for me, it's like, I do it, you know, I, I don't even consider off season Anymore, I call it progression season because it's like actually where you make the most progress. So everything that like I do during a cutting season, I do in my progression season, but obviously with a lot more food. But I still do cardio. I still do everything because I knew that I love this sport. And in order for me to really love it, it's like I got to practice what I preach, both cutting season and off season. So like once I like made made those things like a priority in my off season, it kind of just became second nature where like it's not even difficult anymore so like I can easily cut down and not really have to worry about like oh I had to add this like as far as cardio or something like that okay,
0: yeah, so you are so. Do you still learn, I mean, every day, like, different things, like trial and error, where you're like, all right, maybe I got to, you know, take out these carbs out or I got to add more protein?
1: Yeah. Have you
0: mastered, like?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I mastered, but I do try a bunch of diets, like, and that's essentially why I try to stay as lean as I possibly can is because I stay on diet year-round, and I like to tweak things. To really have my own understanding about things. And when I when I actually started like competing and I kind of started doing my own thing, um, I started trying out different diets. Like I'll do carb backloading, I'll do ketogenic diets, high protein, low fats, and whatnot, like you name it. Like I've I've done it pretty much all, just so I can have my own understanding. And it was all based off like articles that I'll read of, and then I'll customize my own diet and do it. And then pretty much from there, it's just all about adjusting things mm-hmm. and how your body responds. So for me, it was more about like, all right, like I can read about it, but you you definitely gain a lot more when you experience it. Yeah. So like to this day, I still, you know, follow a diet year-round, and I still tweak things here and there because it's the only way that I really actually learn. And I mean, I still have people that I get ready for shows and and whatnot. So it it's very critical to understand that like everybody's body is individually different. So I think
0: that's huge too because nutrition is that's the big part of all this. Like you can go to the gym but If you're not eating right, you know, you're not going to gain muscle. You're not going to lose weight.
1: Most definitely because, like, how many times have you not seen someone for years at the gym and they still look the same? You know, it really all really comes down to, you know, your diet. So that that honestly plays the biggest factor in many things is, like, why you're not progressing or why you're progressing. One
0: biggest thing that I want you to clear up is that Um, a lot of people think, you know, when they're going to the gym, they should eat um, like a lot of like protein shakes. Mm -hmm. You know, they get all this, they get like a supplement pack, spend like $100, $200 (laughs) on all these supplements. You know, they don't even know what they're taking in. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about? You know, know, a lot of people that do that, man. They're they're trying to, you know, they get into this new phase where they're trying to hit the gym hard and they get all these supplements spent all this money and they think yeah. that they can just take, you know, mass gainers, <laughs> or, you know, take half of the people don't know, you know, they got ZMA. They don't know what that <laughs> is. They're just like, bro, like, uh, you know what I mean? But like, you just get that from foods.
1: Yeah, no, so most definitely. What is your
0: take on that? Like, as far as supplements are specifically supplements. Yeah. I mean, to they supplement definitely don't diet, replace
1: food. Um, you know, because food is, it has all those uh, essential nutrients that your body needs. So, I mean, anyone can put down a shake, but a lot of times those things are processed and they're not really that, that well as far as like nutrients and whatnot. So, like, I mean, I, like, for me personally, the only time I have a, isolate protein is pre-workout just so I can kind of keep my gut from being discomfort during the gym and whatnot. But yeah, if you're having them multiple times a day, like it's definitely not like ideal because it's not going to replace real food. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean like the most products you can do is always, you know, you got to go with uh quality food and whatnot. So The only kind of supplements I use are going to be, like I said, a whey protein isolate or any kind of digestive aid that's going to help me break down the nutrients Mm -hmm. so my body can absorb a lot better and break down the foods.
0: What's your take on – I know a big fad right now is vegan. What's your take on that? Do you think – I mean – I feel like everything in moderate is good for you. Like if you're eating a lot of steak or mm-hmm. a lot of chicken, you know, like you don't want eat that all the time. Just keep it moderate. But what's your take on that? Like when you prep someone for a show or even yourself, like do you eat a lot of meat or is it mostly? Oh
1: yeah. I'm a big meat meat guy. Like I'm always eating chicken. I'm always eating steak, turkey, like you name it, you know, like, I don't really have anything against like any diets and it's pretty much like, like if you don't mind it, then go for it, you know? But like one, the number one problem with like vegan diets is like you don't really get that adequate protein that you really need because most of the time they're going to be incomplete proteins, which makes it difficult to really, you know, get, get the requirements of protein that you need for the day. So I mean it's it's an essential part of uh, of muscle building and like you know, you know I've been I've read a lot of studies of like, you know, if you don't have like that adequate amount of protein intake that you need for your body, it's like your body starts to go like through sarcopenia where it starts to lose muscle and stuff like that. So I mean, if you are in a vegan diet, you just want to make sure that you really are getting those complete proteins and mixing those legumes and wherever you're getting those um, amino acids and mix them with like whole grains and whatnot because then that's when that uh, complete protein is born. So.
0: Okay, makes sense. I think like that. So what are, um, what's the next step? Are you competing for a show anytime soon?
1: Um, so I'm planning on probably sometime this summer once I graduate. Right now my number one priority is just finishing school and trying to really figure out life and where I wanna go. So, I mean, I definitely do miss competing and whatnot. Like I said, it's one of my my, my passions. It's what I love to do. And, you know, being away for four years is it's definitely it's been pretty name, huh? it's yeah. pretty <laughs> it's pretty been difficult and stuff like that but i mean a lot of things had to do you know with school and uh you know just trying to not actually rush the process because a lot of people want to turn pro but at you know if i was you know competing at 17 18 years old like you kind of got to be realistic looking at the pros and like the top pros like the olympians in the men's physique division or classic physique division, like they're all in their, you know, mid to late twenties, early thirties. And for me to be 17, 18 years old at the time and trying to compare myself with them people, it's like, you kind of had to understand that, like, you can't really rush the process. So like, you know, at, at 18 years old, my body is still, growing and whatnot and putting myself through huge deficits is not necessarily ideal if you want to gain weight and grow that quality muscle and whatnot. So it had to do with a lot of things as to why I took a big break. So, but yeah, maybe soon.
0: Yeah. What's the biggest advice you would give to someone that wants to compete or is just like a fitness enthusiast?
1: Um, be, be patient about the process. Honestly, it's like, don't worry about other people's opinion. Like if you love the gym, if you love competing, if you're a fitness enthusiast and you're curious about competing, like, like go out there and do it, you know? But, you know, after you, you, you see where you stand and where you need to improve, it's like, don't, don't rush the process. Don't, don't try to, like, compare yourself towards anyone else and, like, look up at the pros and be like, all right, well, I got to look like that because then, you know, that's where, like, people start to go, like, the wrong direction because they're they're trying to rush the process, so.
0: They want that. You you know. a lot of people quit, too, because they want that quick muscle. You know? Exactly.
1: It's like, it's not going to happen overnight. Like, you yeah. know,
0: they look at someone on a magazine that has, you know, shredded, got, like, abs and everything. Like, yeah, hey, I'm going to get this in, like, a week it's like bro like, <laughs> me, you know this guy this guy's been lifting like if you look at these bodybuilders you know i mean they've been lifting like you said like you started lifting at what 15
1: yeah i started lifting at 15 yeah so. like
0: they started early you know and they put in years like, yeah of consistency and for you to be like i'm gonna get that in a week that's just kind of disrespectful
1: yeah exactly and it's like people start to like pinpoint like oh like You know, they do this for a week or two and they don't really see much change. So, like, they start pointing fingers at other people like, oh, he's probably on this and he's on that. But, like, they don't realize, like, I've been doing this for years. You know, like I said, I started lifting at 15. I did my first show when I was 17 and 18 and 19. And, like, you know, like now I'm in a four-year break Considering possibly going back into competing and whatnot.
0: Okay. I feel, feel that on that. Um. So, with school and everything, do you think so? With, you said you wanted to go to um, become a physical trainer or therapist, right? Um, is that something you wanted to do, or is that kind of influenced by like your family
1: uh I love my family but it is definitely something that was kind of like more like influence about my like for my family I know my dad has always wanted to be a doctor but where he comes from it's like education wasn't really much of an option so you know when you take those things into consideration like both my parents they came here to the United States you know seeking for that American dream and not Necessarily for them, but for my siblings and I. And, you know, I'm definitely fortunate and blessed to have the opportunities and to realize that, like, I have all these opportunities that not only my parents wish they had, but that others wish they had. So, like, at the end of the day, it's like, I got it's my life and I got to do what I love, or else, you know, like you said, there's going to be people that have a job, like an office desk job and something like that, and they hate it. You know, I don't want to be that person. So, um, but then, yes. maybe later down the road, if if things don't go as planned or something like that, you know, I might, you know, go back to school or whatnot. But, you know, it's definitely something that has caught my my attention recently. Mm-hmm. And it definitely is curious to, to really understand more of the human body. So,
0: I mean, I think I talked about it in episode one with Brian, um, where basically, like, parents just want to see you successful. You know? Yeah. And, then like, coming from, I mean, I'm, I'm Indian, so I come from an Indian family. Same situation. You know, my dad came from, uh, from India here. So, you know, their thing is like getting, you know, getting education and, um, Get a good job, you know. Don't be like getting paid, but they're getting paid like back yeah. in the day. Like you know, make pretty much make a name for yourself. Like you're in this country, you know. Like this is the the land of the free, home of the brave, man. Yeah, like, so much opportunity here, and um. But at the end of the day, they just want to see you successful in what you do.
1: Yeah, no, most definitely. And I really realized that uh, when I went on my trip to Florida, and that's when i really realized that like at the end of the day like my parents just really want to see me happy and you know that's when i kind of started to like step back from like going for like that dpt route or either for my master's degree so it's like you said you know at the end of the day they really do want to see you happy and do what you love and yeah it
0: was a pleasure having you on this episode uh you gonna be at the gym when Monday or what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll be there.
0: You've been slacking. Calling you out, bro. Nah, I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> fine. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to uh, episode four. Um, it was a pleasure to have Daniel on the podcast. Right, we're gonna turn it up a notch. I'm um, also, um, if you want to be featured on podcast, I'm um, on Instagram. I'm pretty much on all social media now. Um, you know, shoot me a DM. Um, we'll get we'll get it going. But definitely gonna step it up a notch. I've got some special guests lined up that I feel like everyone would enjoy.
1: But yeah, that's it for episode four.